Welcome to The Room Next Door, a place to explore your own spirituality. Connect with your loved ones on the higher side of life and figure out what's in store for you on your own life's journey. Whether it's spirituality, astrology, numerology, tarot or even runes, there's something for everybody each and every week with my hand-picked guests. Together we'll be looking at the unexplained, the ethereal and the downright intriguing. Whatever your reason for being here, take your time, decide what it is you need for today and let's enjoy it together. Welcome to The Room Next Door. Yeah, I do find that sometimes, um, you know, it, it does seem to be the real big life changes, the real sort of slap in the face things that do sort of wake you up a bit more and it makes you realize that there's something far bigger than us as well because sometimes we feel very lost and then when like you say we sit with spirits and then all of a sudden we kind of connect to them and those problems don't seem anywhere near as big and all of a sudden you can you can come away with answers to the questions what you couldn't possibly have fathomed out a few minutes ago and it all starts to fall into place so I completely get where you're coming from I do and I'm sure you know yourself with past lives as well and bringing forward and life lessons. We have to go through certain life lessons because if we don't, if we don't go through these life lessons and we don't master it in the life we're in, we've got to come back and do it again. <laughs> and do you feel as well, sorry, Carl, do you feel as well that if it wasn't for that stock market crash in 2007, 2008, do you feel that you would have even gone down this road or did it just make you sit up and look at your life and then go, or was 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 that i mean i know you went to houston texas to, to make it big but if the crash hadn't happened and you would have been sat on two million euros do you think you would have even been inspired to go to that uh, that conference at all no no no. if if that subprime crash didn't happen i don't think uh maybe my daughter's dyslexia because she was taking a class might have you know i don't know but certainly the crash was the issue that woke me up because John Martini has got a book, Inspired Destiny. I discover, well, I mention all these things and I have to go for a big. And it's seven areas of life. And there's different areas of life, like spiritual, mental, vocational, familiar, social, physical, maybe one or two others. And I was in the vocational and family situation. I was walking mm -hmm. kids to school. And then um, I discovered, and this is the biggest thing I say in that, I have to go for a big. You've got to get yourself into the area of life where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. so that everything is inspired from within not like yeah. you don't have to be motivated you don't need a character like so um i discovered you know my mum always says i like to help people when i was a child and stuff you know i, I discovered that it was highly spiritual and i was a charter corner surveyor like and so when i made that shift family and friends a lot of especially friends didn't move with me because i moved into a completely different field i didn't know about what you just said tracy about um you know reincarnation and things like that i was dutch reformed victoria you know yeah. protestant church didn't know i i must say i want to ask one question just before uh start with four topics or whatever mm -hmm. and uh andrew you mentioned that tracy that you are uh you called atlantia and that you yeah. are a witch now i didn't research anything about witches i just didn't go down that field um what, if I may ask, what is a witch? 
So the word witch just means wise one. And we're, we're people that are very sort of connected to nature. It's a very nature-based, um, I don't want to say religion, it's, it's more of a path. Um, and there's lots of different areas, there's lots of different branches and different witches will practice different things. I'm, I'm what you call an eclectic witch. So I tend to use different things from different areas as opposed to just following one particular path. Uh, we're somebody that likes to connect with nature. We like to work with the universe. We like to um, use the, um, the universal energy to create. So we can create spells. We can, um, it, there's various different ways into creating a spell. Um, but I, I personally like to work, I do work with herbs and things, but I tend to send it out, work with perhaps a spell I've written, that do a bit of chanting because that brings the energy up. And um, I send that energy out and I bring in what it is that I feel is needed for that spell, um, depending on what spell it is for either myself or somebody else. It depends on how I work. It depends on um, what, how I'm working the spell. It, so it, it, all, it all does depend on in what so way why, I'm working. So there's a connotation on the witch, certainly my connotation is that the witch is the dark side of spirituality that's oh, what no, I'm doing. No, no, no. So, so, <laughs> no. so i just want to ask on that for clarification for myself and when you say a spell what do you mean by a spell so a spell um some people will class it in some religions i suppose as manifestation so you know most people could work magic um a spell comes so the word spell comes from the word spellings to spell to speak to send words so you use words to create because words create which is why we say to people be very mindful of the things that you're saying or speaking because these things will create so this is where the word spellings come from a, a lot of this um where we are dark and we work on the dark side that comes very from christian backgrounds um, and i'm not saying that you know it's all christian because there are christian witches as well so, you know, it's, um, but it's a very misunderstood thing, I think. And it's what's called the old religion. It goes way back before Christianity or anything else ever came about. So it goes way back to then. And it's certainly not dark. Yes, you can have dark practitioners, the same as in people, you know, you can get murderers and you can get a good person. So with witchcraft, you know, it's, if the person is a, a person that wants to go to the dark and they want to work in the dark then you're going to get a dark person but mm. for me personally I work more with lighter energy so I like to work with healing with helping to bring in things that are going to help people on their path so yeah. no it's definitely not well, dark <laughs> I've, learned, I've learned a lot because uh, on that and just one final question if I don't may and Andrew uh, um, yeah. on Tracy so Atlantia, has that got anything to do with Atlanta? The, you know, the... So Atlantia Atlantis. is my magical name. Um, and Atlantis, yes, I have past lives in Atlantis. And yeah. when you choose your magical name, you the, it is advisable that you pick a magical name that resonates with the number of your birth number. So it's going to resonate with your birth number for extra protection. And that's where your magical name comes from. I have a past life in Atlantis. And it just turned out that Atlantia actually matched my birth number as well, which made it even better. So went with Atlantia. Yeah. Yeah, well, that I've got a link to Atlantia as well, because on the date Atlanta was destroyed, I haven't got the year, but it was the 6th of June, which was my birthday. 
and I was, according to one uh, medium, uh, I was a scientist at that period. So I would have actually been a baddie because the scientists there started doing things incorrectly, as you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. sorry for yeah. that. Um, I know we've got. Oh, no, no, no. I have more questions. <laughs> so, with the four topics, uh, should I dive into the those four topics now, or do you? Please, Carl. Yeah, and you know, if we if we go slightly over, I mean, I'm not going to chase you out the door at eight thirty, uh, but you know, uh, I know we've got one or two people that are going to call in after you, so they they can wait because. Uh, I do know there are people watching this and people are going to be interested in it. So oh, yeah, whether yeah. you tell me where you want to start, uh, I'm all ears. And please, uh, I will apologize in advance if I'm so intrigued that I butt in with a question. It's not out of rudeness, it's out of interest. So, uh, but I'll, I'll try I'll try and wait till the end for any questions. And I, I only do it because I just forget. So, uh, Carl, over to you, please, with your yeah. Well, your um, you know, uh, the, so the, the four topics, I know you are... Uh, spiritual and speak to the spiritual so uh it, i get information from the spirit world mm -hmm. and so please say if there's anything uh, incorrect or you've got any views on that so the first topic is creative as a scott so angel margaret that communicates with uh lee uh, Jay gavin in the states at the moment gives the analogy of the creator as that we as humans are the God, are, are the computers, and the angels are the servers, and the creator is the mainframe computer. So um, we the, as this, the is, angels, this is the hierarchy. It's not necessarily a hierarchy, it's that we as we as the computers and the the angels, the servers, together is the creator. And that's mm -hmm. the creator. So okay. you you get the big bang and you get the fluffy matters. And that fluffy matter comes from the previous life, what they call the Ur. Uh, I've got a chapter on that in the Universe Coast book. I get that from the Dayans, exactly how previous lifetimes work. So that fluffy matter from the previous life, from previous great, I think they call it great times. Um, the first 50% it expanded, then it subcontracted. And then the, you get the Big Bang and the fluffy matters, which is spiritual matter, really. And then that spiritual matter then evolves through evolution mm -hmm. into um, the um, mineral, uh, a mineral kingdom, plant kingdom, animal kingdom, and then humans. So um, that is that. Now, um, just before I get on to God, any sort of comment on that? Uh, no, because I mean, I'm, I'm going to say to you, I can see where you're coming from, but I've no previous knowledge of it. So you're, you're educating me, you know, at, at the same time uh, in terms yeah. of. You know, yeah, I'm, but, I'm interested uh, because I'm aware of um, where there's kind of um, an original God and then what you call the Yahweh God, the one that created um, the Garden of Eden and so on. So I'm, I'm interested in that you yeah, well, understand that. Well, I'm going to go on the Yahweh God now because. So the, the correct words is creator, the first one we mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I would just remind me that we just go through the five main religions afterwards. So the God, the, the Yahweh God, is the, the, lead, the leader at that point in time of the Pleiadians or Pleiadians. I never know how to pronounce it. So it is, so uh, UFOs are a fact. 
uh, um, uh, Jimmy Carter, the Pegan guy, peanut guy, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, they followed the UFOs for, in the aircraft for two minutes and then the UFO just went ping. It's 30 times in the Old and New yeah. Testament, in all societies, blah, blah, blah. So they stopped coming to Earth about 8,000 years ago, the Pleiadians. The reasons why they stopped coming to Earth, uh, well, they still come to Earth because we've got these sightings, but they, they, apart, they don't contact anyone except one guy. So all these sightings they talk about that people see in these green men is called complete rubbish. There's only been one contactee, and there's a guy called Billy Meyer in Switzerland. And we'll come back to um, uh, Billy Meyer. And so the, 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 whenever they came to Earth before that, because the first time they came to Earth was like 600,000 years ago, um, and there was no evolution from an ape to a human on our earth because the Badeans, when they came to earth they are seed parents so um when you say seed parents do you mean star seeds i don't i further would uh, star seeds but it's literally our forefathers it's literally yeah. uh the, the people that came down there was no humans before they came down yeah. and in the Padeans, they like a million years more advanced to us, spiritually, yeah. scientifically, physically. They're slightly bigger than us, but they live much longer, like two, two to four thousand years or something like that. Now, whenever they came to Earth, the locals thought that were already there because they left and they came. Um, and when when they uh, they left us, the locals were always just nearly go backwards. Um, so, and the and that's where the term sort of sometimes God comes from. Now, but the main ruler, ruler of the Padeans about 16,000 year, years ago was Yahweh. Yeah. Then about 9,000, sorry, 16,000 BC. Then about 9,000 BC, it was Jehovah. And currently it's El. So El is currently in charge of us, actually protecting us. Yeah. And that's where... The U.S. especially, but other governments also want to confuse the whole UFO matter, because if they're not in charge, if the U.S. is actually not in charge, and there's someone that's got a higher technology than them, they don't really like that. But the truth is now starting to come out. So those, so they ask the scholars in my book. I they ask theologians, um, is the God of the Old Testament the same as Allah, the Creator in the Quran? And they say no. Something like ninety-three yeah. percent said no, out of a group of ninety. Um, and it is because the gods are our seed parents. They are Jehovah, Alex, etc., etc. So, um, but going into the five main religions, so Hinduism is all about the Creator. It actually is very much like this example of the Creator or the computer and stuff because they see. The creator is omnipresent. It's in everything. It's in the river Ganges. It's in, the, you know, cow, whatever. Um, Buddhism is, you know, Buddha, uh, 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 according to the creator. Now, I've at the College of Psychic Studies, I did an automatic writing course after my three books, sort of just at the end of my three books. And I, um, most people ask to speak to Senate Masters or Angels. I ask to speak to the creator because I think back. And the creator tells me, that Buddha meditated to both gods, the gods and the creator. And um, 
so um, so so okay Buddhism doesn't say very much on that but with it and then you get the the Old Testament which is the God so they the Old Testament and the Christians that believe in the ultimate in effect I've got God which is our which is a highly evolved being um, but it's a person that gets born like us as well a baby blah 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 um, and got the creator and then so Christianity and then you've got Islam which is Allah which is the creator so um, in summary that is the uh, how I see what is the difference and and the importance of all of this is my mission my mission is to um, apart from coming misuse and tell the world is world peace and my view is that if the five main religions can relax then and and find out that there's mistakes in Christ scriptures and that that's not so important relax then we can have world peace yeah and I, I do understand that as well Carl but uh, it, it's interesting that you know people do talk and they say well, if there was a God, why does he allow this to happen? If there was a God, why does he allow that to happen? And I said, well, whatever you want to call it, whether it's Allah, whether it's Jehovah, whether it's uh, God or creator or whoever, they don't allow it to happen. You know, we allow it to happen and we can stop it like that. You know, and it, it's greed, it's about money, it's about all, you know, if you like the seven deadly sins almost. And it's about all of that. And if we just stopped tomorrow, there would be none of what we call the hurt, the pain, the anger, the suffering, or anything like that. And well, the, the creator, medicine, sorry? The creator gave us total free will. So that yeah, is, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, sorry to take that from you. The, no, that's okay. So if the creator gives us total free will, um, it's 100% in our, we are in charge. We need to earn. So one of the secrets of Kabbalah.com is that you need to earn your way. That's why the Padaeans left us. We need to earn our own way. So we, through free will, need to make the world a better place. It's, it's you've hit on a massive point there that it's up to us to make the world a better place. And that's what I'm trying to strive for. And that's any listeners, if uh, you know, believe in the, in the butterfly effect, do your part, whatever it is, and whatever sector you pick to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Carl. Uh, with witchcraft as well, a lot of witches, we all want the world to be a better place. We all want to sort of group together and, you know, and really help one another and heal one another, you know, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, herbalists, you know, that would come under witchcraft as well, you know, because mm -hmm. it's just the craft of the wise one. So all that comes into that as well. And we all love, we, we love animals. We love the earth. We want the place to be a good place. Yeah, I think I think one of the things you've touched upon as well, Carl, is that uh, it's how things are reported. Because you know, every if you put the news on, it's like first of all we've got a uh, regardless of what what else you're reading right now, but we've got a vaccine that hopefully cures ninety five percent of all the strains of COVID nineteen. But the next thing they're onto, oh, one in two and a half million vaccines can create a clot with somebody. And then it's like, well, what what about the people that haven't got the vaccines? Well, okay, we'll sort it out. Then we'll give you the vaccine or we'll give it to you at non-profit. Then we're shipping, countries are shipping the vaccines to other parts of the world. And um, if everybody concentrates, I'm, I'm not saying blot out the bad things that happen, but the negativity is emphasized so much that 
you know, the good deeds that good people do in the world to try and make the world a better place are not necessarily always reported. So we, we do concentrate on the negativity and what Tracy's just said about trying to make the world a better place, trying to heal the earth, trying to do good deeds. Uh, it, it never gets, never sees the light of day because that doesn't sell, does it? Yeah, so um, the, the good news is, and I normally discuss that in reincarnation, uh, is that, and, and again, you know, I know you've got information on this, so I'm just speaking from my behalf now. Sure. Um, and you might, you know, you know this information, is that of the 8 billion people, so this is what Angel Creon says, K-R-Y-O-N, uh, that communicates with nine people simultaneously around the Earth in about 20, 30 years. But I used information from Lee Gavin in the States. And so in Creon says that um, half, we'd only need a half of a percent, so 0.5% of humanity to be light surface. I call it light surface or light workers. Um, so it's 4 million people, which is actually a incredibly small percentage of people and um, the reason for that is that the quantum laws so the spirit world laws is one and the same thing quantum spirit world uh, laws are different to our laws and that is fantastic news now out of that four million people there's in the scriptures and stuff a lot of places i've picked it up you've got 144,000 people and those are the 144 light workers. So you only need 144,000 people energized, wanting to make the world a better place to change the world. And that mm -hmm. is the good news. And that's why I know in my lifetime, um, and, and, but we've missed a big topic, uh, and that is the house spring code, because we can live much longer. But um, in my lifetime, that we can, as the Kabbalists say, bring the end of pain, suffering, and chaos. We can definitely do it because, because of quantum laws, uh, uh, we can do it. Now, just before I forget, uncovering the mystery and they are to tell the world. In How to Go for a Big, one of the things I, I mentioned is the importance of the quality of the question. It's the thinking time, Japanese thinking on it. Get the question and then you can get the answer. And um, when I research string and string theory, so scientists have now they know that we're all made up of just strings. Mm -hmm. They just don't know if the strings touch or not. And if you, on scale, if, this, if a string is the size of a uh, tree, the atom is the size of the solar system. So a string is absolutely minute, but it's all just vibrating strings. And they've, they've now 100% uh, know theoretically, because no one's ever going to see it, that it's there. And then, uh, obviously, in my research, I discovered the God particle in CERN between Switzerland and, and France, where they've got the collider, where they found the God particle. Now, I believe it should be called the creator particle. So I then asked when I could, mid-2017, when I can start communicating through automatic writing with the creator, I then asked the creator, is the string, so this is quite a good question, is the string string theory the same as the creator particle and the creator said yes and that's the mystery universe that they found that particle the string and the glider all we are as you already know we are just uh, uh, you know in spiritual they always talk about vibration we are just 
different uh, strings vibrating at different frequencies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. same as your, your aura, the colors in your aura, your chakras, they're all just vibrations at different levels, which is why we respond to music so well, the different vibrations in music. It, it's, and, it's wonderful, yeah. And also as well, Carl, from a scientific point of view, if you, uh, it was the guy who lent his name to Tesla cars, Nikola Tesla, it was a Ser- Serbian-American uh, scientist and inventor having huge, I mean, huge uh, strides in technology. A lot of it was quashed and pushed down. But he, he said, if you just want to think of the universe, think of term, think in terms of frequency and vibration. Mm-hmm. And he summed it up, and that was like a hundred years ago. Uh, and yet, it seems to be now that we're paying more attention to what they said a hundred years ago because it's now having more relevance in our life today. So you know, maybe the guy was a seer himself. Maybe he was, you know. Uh, you know, he foresaw the future, and I, I, I recall uh, researching him, and I, and I had, I don't know if I'm definitely new. I, I might have some, some information on him, but I think he could communicate to the spirit world, um, and something tells me that. But, but uh, if not, I'm, I'm not sure. So, I'm on the topic of Jesus in India. I'm going to be very quick because you, you, you've, you've brought up those three topics: are creative as God, reincarnation, human infield chakras. Yeah. So um, because we've got those two top big topics left, Jesus in India, all I say is, the, uh, and this is for any Christian, I'm Christian listening, the reason why the truth about Jesus is important is to bring the five main religions together. So between the ages of th- uh, 13 and 29, there's one verse or very long verse or something in the uh, Old Testament. And um, but Jesus was in India. He was first taught by the uh, Hindu scholars and then by the Buddhists. So there's the document called the Life of St. Isa that the Buddhists have got. And uh, I've called on the Dalai Lama, it's just an info address, to a few times now that I've had no response to publish this and get it carbon dated. Um, and the importance of this is that once Christians understand that Jesus was actually taught by Buddhists, uh, Hindus and Buddhists, then that will bring Christianity together. And if Jews, uh, uh, Jesus was a Jew, so that's four religions, and uh, Muslims believe in the old, uh, in Jesus and, and the uh, Old Testament prophets. So suddenly you've got five main religions uh, together. Now, um, I visited Kashmir, and Kashmir is heaven on earth, but I believe Kashmir is the place for that we will start uh, world peace. It's what is the most, uh, apart from, I think it's more, I'm starting to come to a conclusion. It's more of a, it's more of controversial than Israel, Palestine, because you've got five main religions that's involved there. Fortunately, we haven't got the time to discuss it. Lastly, Jesus didn't die on the cross according to the Talmud of Germanio. So Billy Meyer, that's the Padain contact, and he's got videos to prove it and whatever. The only true, according to me and the Padains, the only true contact in our lifetime with the Padains, uh, physically meeting them, um, said to him that you must go, to, uh, showed him where the grave of Jesus was in Jerusalem in 1963, which is the year I was born. And they got that, it was in resin. And a Arabian guy was starting to translate it into German. And the Israelis bombed him and killed him and destroyed the tomb as well. 
And the Talmud of Germanuel is all about reincarnation. It's uh, truth about, uh, so Jesus wrote this. So what happened is Jesus didn't die on the cross. He had a near-death experience. So the Quran says he didn't die on the cross, and he, but he went up to heaven and he had a near-death experience. This is what I asked the creator, the near-death experience. And there was a secret entrance, a secret entrance to the tomb. So you had the front entrance and the back entrance. And they healed him. He left this back entrance. When the authorities uh, opened the big, uh, as they mentioned, the, uh, the big uh, stone, they rolled it over and he was gone. They ran back to the authorities and said, he's gone. And the authorities said to him, say he went to heaven. And that's what they said. And this is where why Christians currently believe that Jesus is went to heaven. Um, but Jesus survived, according to Thomas Germaniel, and I'm calling on Billy Mind to release this document. We need to get it carbon dated. But um, so Saul, or Apostle Paul, saw him on the way to Damascus. He didn't see a, a spirit. Thomas, his brother, saw him. And Jesus then was in hiding with, uh, in hiding for two years in Damascus. And then with his mother Mary, Thomas, and Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot wasn't the Iscariot of the Old Testament, of mentioned in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. um, and they traveled to Srinagar, uh, the capital of Kashmir. And on the way there, Mary died 80 miles away from Srinagar in Pakistan in a place called Muri, M U R R E E. It's named after, the whole town is named after. And um, but the biggest thing I discovered in my whole research is the truth will set us free. We need that truth. And it's hard because, you know, um, I can't on podcast speak to any uh, Christian minister or anyone, uh, not uh, even not ministers, you know. So before I get on to reincarnation, uh, that's obviously, I think, going to be the biggest topic. Mm -hmm. Can I carry on? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm all ears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on reincarnation, you must probably know more than I do, but I, I and we can't go through the whole thing. But the, I see the cycle is you're in the spirit world. Um, you, uh, Amanda Roberts, one of my teachers at the College of Psychic Studies, can remember before she incarnated. Some people talk about the group of 12 or whatever. You can take on certain missions. They say maybe this is too much for you, da, da, da. Uh, but it's up to you, free will again, to take your missions. When you um, open, and, and I, I put all my research together to get this, this information. When a baby opens the mouth, that's when you incarnate th through the seven chakra, through your pineal gland. Um, and then you go to your soul resides in the hip area, uh, which is the densest part of the body. Yeah, the dantian insect, yeah. And then the uh, human energy fields that we can discuss next radiate actually out from that hip area from the soul and the bubble around the body and then uh, you have your life left you had you, you're supposed you've got your missions and you and this is why a lot of people got midlife crisis because they're not, not waking up their missions that they're supposed to do in their life um, thank god i did wake up my missions and then they carry on with their life then when they pass away through the seven, uh, pineal gland, seven chakra, poof. But they don't go straight to the spirit world. They first, uh, the spirit goes to Akash, and then you've got that, what they talk about the movie. And in Akash, there's three levels. We haven't got time to go through that. And Sorry, Carl, can I just ask, is that where the terminology Akashic Records comes from as well? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the word akasha means ether. Yeah. Means. It means. Ether. Ether. Oh, that's interesting. So, just I forget when when we come into the body part, all your past lives are stored in your DNA, in your body, that connects to your human energy fields. Okay, so then we go to the first of all, we go to the akash. And akash has got three different layers, and dolphins and whales are linked to it as well. They're part of the akash, because dolphins or whales didn't come from. Um, just so interesting. Scientists are ne never uh, are starting to discover, discover, according to Angel Creon, that our DNA does not link with the DNA of the plant and mineral, uh, uh, mineral plant and animal kingdom, because it doesn't. Because we came from the Pythians. Mm -hmm. The dolphins and whales are exactly the same. And and just before I carry on about the Akash, uh, before I forget. Um, the a lot of people we evolved to a template and a lot of people and this is angel creon information think it's just that the spirit world is constantly uh looking after us and and so on so our dna is activated to 35 percent to 30 30. the indigo kids from 90s onwards at 35 percent and the reason by behind it is so a calf when it wakes up it's, it's got 100% DNA activation. So a calf or a horse or whatever they call it can get up and nearly go and eat and whatever. But we need we haven't got that uh, activation. So I, I would assume the Padaeans, which will have already 100% DNA activation, they the mothers won't have to have the babies. The babies will just stand up and go. You know, it will be completely different to how we used to. But you can just imagine if you put Donald Trump in charge with, if he had Donald Trump at 100% DNA activation, what will happen to the world? So the spirit world is constantly increasing our DNA activation as our free will and as making the world a better place. And we evolve spiritually because we are 100,000 years into a million year cycle where we expand and then we contract into the fluffy matter. So then we go to the catch. And this is where uh, I, I just looked at your notes for clairvoyance, um, connect with loved ones on the high side. This is one thing I don't think a lot of mediums understand is that the if you speak to a loved one, you're actually speaking to a hologram. You're speaking to a ghost that's in the Akash. They have that full information of your lifetime, but they will never be able to see something in the future. So you can, so you can uh, medium and you can talk, you know, and I can speak to my loved ones, um, but it's, it's, it's on a, it's in that lifetime. So it's like you say you speak to your father, but it, that individual is not in the spirit world. So a portion of it somehow, and I don't mm -hmm. know the portions is left in the Akash and that's the individual you really speak to. Okay. So. You cannot really get profound information. You get comfort from, from it. Unless that individual had was a, a savant, a prophet, you know, then you could. Um, but then the rest of it, uh, of you, then go to the spirit world. And then, and, and that's why earth is hell, because it turns out to be hell, because we come for our life lessons. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't... <laughs> uh, wake up their life lessons or don't make good if they do something bad make good to it and then it's actually 
how uh, heaven is also hell because they got to go to the spirit world and have to come back mm -hmm. wait for the next incarnation because they need to um, to to do their life lessons um, one thing i will say on that carl when you mentioned about you, i mean you mentioned it's the akash or we're speaking to a ghost or we're speaking to a hologram of that spirit person uh, and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something now that i've i've done readings in the past for people and so let's just say it's the person it's dad it's mom or whoever and you know where they i've really felt their presence if, if you like i mean let's just just say in a perfect world i've really felt their presence and i've passed information on to loved ones which they can relate to so regardless of who that person i'm communicating with but there are occasions when i've said uh you know, look, I'm not feeling the presence of that person. And I've said to, for example, my grandmother, who I work with, uh, who now passed away, I said, please just bring me information of this person. And although I don't feel the presence of the person that my client is requesting, I am being given information. And I asked the question after this happened on one occasion. And I said, well, okay, that person wasn't present, but I still was able to give information that was relative to them, but I know I didn't feel their presence. What happened? And the, just as you said, I was told that the spirit world or the information was channeled to me. It was passed down, although they weren't present, their hologram or their ghost or whatever weren't present, but the information was passed down. And that's when I said, well, look, as you said, with your computers, your servers and your mainframe, I said, show me how it works. And they showed me at one point, uh, the one example was a tree, uh, like a Christmas tree. I mean, we are the pines on the branches. The branches uh, are the source back to the trunk, if you like, and the trunk is the creator, if you wish, with the roots down into the ground. So we feed into that, but also we take from it as well. So some of the information I've been given in the past has been fed to me, but not necessarily by the person who it was meant to be from. It was just... It was it was almost like a a library uh, a storage area where the information was stored and it was downloaded to me but not necessarily from the person I was trying to connect with which sort of bears out what you said about the hologram and the ghost but equally about the computers the servers the mainframe and that information super energy highway where everything is stored wherever it may be all around us on a different frequency yeah. well yeah, that example. That that example links in very much with uh, Angel Margaret's analogy, as you say. Mm -hmm. But I think when when you spoke to uh, uh, the, the the individual, the ghost you were speaking to, you were most probably um, separately getting information from the spirit world, mm -hmm. because we all so on clairvoyance. Um, everyone can be a clairvoyant, and you you're trained and. I, I'm not going to mention names, but there's one very famous clairvoyant that's so fake it's not even funny. I've read two of her books and I've been to adventures and that. And uh, but the big problem of clairvoyance is that when the the energy, when the information that comes via pineal gland comes in in a different format, they mix their thoughts with those information coming through the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem a lot of clairvoyance. So you get certain fake ones that just fake and they make money out of it. But then uh, the truest one are really people that are not known. I've got them in my book and so on. And um, and and um, and it's 
but it's people not the, the, the mediums making their thoughts um, interact with the images with the information coming through mm-hmm. and you can understand that and that's why the training of a clairvoyant is so important so that it's the information just comes through clearly and and i started a course uh end of last year uh guinness course at the college Psych study to do mediumship and i actually stopped after four weeks one and a uh, one and a half hour a week because i i found that my automatic writing was far purer mm-hmm. i i find that when I do automatic writing, it's like 100% accuracy because yeah. words just come through me. I don't have to train to, and I can touch type. So I sort of left it at that. But um, before we get to the last topic of human energy field chakras, can I jump into that or is there anything? Uh, well, the one thing I was going to mention, and we'll see if Atlantis has got anything to say on that. But when you were saying, uh, Carl, about you know, you found your automatic writing, you know, far purer. And this is one of the things which, uh, because I teach mediumship, and it's one of the things I teach people because we are the meat in the sandwich. And you're right, information does come in. And it's like, well, I'm being shown this pen. What could that pen possibly mean? And then, of course, the brain kicks in and the brain is always, the physical brain is yeah. always trying to make logical sense of information we're being given. And uh, I read a book called Psy Spies, P-S-Y Spies, which short for psychic spies and it was the russians and it was the americans trying to spy on each other psychically and the conclusion was they shut the whole programs down uh, so they say but one of the problems they had was the information that came in uh you know i'm seeing a mountain i'm seeing a, what looks like a vehicle i'm seeing like a, a tower telecoms tower next to this mountain with an elephant in between or whatever it may be, or the shape of an elephant. And they had they had somebody describe what they saw and somebody would you know draw it or they would draw it themselves. But the biggest problem again with the psychic spies from the American and Russian military was the head. They were getting in the way and trying to interpret what they were being shown instead of just giving the information and you know letting other people do what they need to do with the information. They were trying to say what they thought it might actually be, which is exactly what you said about the training you went through, whereas you now find your automatic writing is far purer and you just write as you're told. You're not trying to interpret what you're being given. You just write it and then read it. I mean, would that well, be a fair assumption? You're on a clear cognizance, aren't you, with yeah. that? Because you, mm-hmm. it's just clear knowing. Mm-hmm. Rather than clairvoyance, which is your clear seeing, your clear cognizance is your clear knowing. So you're channeling through and just writing. You're not thinking mm-hmm. about it. You're just pure writing what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I that. found that to be the purest form. I would say just a few points on that. I would say the biggest thing for for Claire, if you if anyone wants to be a medium, that you don't have to have the gift of seeing uh, like chakras or anything like that, or you know like uh, the particular medium instructor Anthony Keller at the Psychic for this course that I stopped. Um, he knows twelve months before someone is going to pass away, they're going to pass away, and all that. So I haven't yeah. gone. I, Never have had any of that giftedness. But um, the most important thing for becoming a medium, in my view, and the, the, the Hindu scholars call it um, something, but uh, it, it's something of cleansing. It's another name for it. Uh, I, I call it speak the truth. Mm-hmm. It's have a purification. That's the word they use. 
is to live a life. Yeah. So when I woke up uh, from two, 2010, 2011 onwards, the um, slightly before that, the it's just a life of pu purify everything. Then the diet, I think, is very important. Um, that you, I promote a vegan diet, vegan and fish and 70% organic, but vegan is okay, but there's a problem with vegan currently. Vegan is the right way long-term. So to have the right sort of body and it's, it's, and then I had a lot of the, uh, dealt with a lot of mediums to fix me. And I did Kabbalah.com, which was a huge influence. And of course I was researching spirituality time. So the most important thing is to get your vibration up. We come back to the string, string theory. And, what you say is all energy and vibration. It's yeah. you've you've got to get your vibration up to such a level. And when you that's the most important thing for me, because when you're up at that level, then things can happen because you're pure. Exactly. Everything comes through pure. And and that to me is nearly the most important thing uh, I, I, I sort of get out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. the, the spirit world operates, as you know, on a very high vibrational level. So if our, our vibrations down here, we can't connect. We're missing one another. So if our vibrations up, then we've got more of a chance of connecting to the spirit world and getting information. But, you know, sometimes if you're not quite getting, you'll just get little bits filtering. But if you can get your vibration up high enough, then you can get a solid connection. Then it's going to come through a lot better. And like you say, you've got to raise your vibration. And one, one way, another way of raising vibration. So... On my lightsurface.me, which is L-I-G-H-T-S-U-R-F-E-R-S.me, um, you can ask three free questions to the creator. And then I give you the option of what to buy my master plan for life. I suggest people go to John Dimitini's event. But um, the in that, I when I started off, um, I had 50 affirmations. And the main reason of affirmation is because the subconscious mind can't project instruction is really to take something on big because once social pressures of family and friends interact, you can quickly stop. But I've just been thinking another way of affirmations, especially if you've got affirmations that are very spiritual, is you, you can push up your frequency hugely by that. So I had 50 affirmations per day for the first three to four years. Yeah. Another way of doing affirmations as well that I know of um, is if you if you state it as a question, the mind can't get in the way with that because the, the mind doesn't understand that. It's just if you state it as a question, it leaves it open to the universe so you can channel. So um, so it can't ask and you'll receive. Send, ask sorry. the question and you'll receive. Absolutely, absolutely rather than just um, a normal day-to-day -day affirmation that you kind of see posted. Because if you turn it into a question, like you've just said, you'll get the answer. But if you're just sort of saying it, people kind of get a bit bored with it. They just say it with no feeling. And for uh, anyone listening now, if you want to really sort of do something, if you have affirmations, I couldn't speak to the creator and everything was done through synchronicity. Things just come. If you yeah. ask that question, Absolutely. things come in people you meet things just happening it's just unbelievable what happens yeah so okay. is it possible we can finish with the human energy field chakras sure. yeah yeah and energy fields yeah. and chakras thanks yeah. Carl. um so 
in the and, and you you must probably know far more than I because I can't see an energy field chakra or anything. But I'm just taking information I've received. Um, so in the electromagnetic spectrum, from gamma to from delta to gamma, or whatever, we we can only see less than one percent. It's really like 0.0035% of the electromagnetic spectrum. Mm -hmm. But the rest, which the Kabbalists call 99%, scientists call the 95% dark matter. It's not dark. It's just that we just cannot see it. And but to anyone listening now, it's uh, Imagination is more important than knowledge. Uh, you know, Einstein's famous quote. The, because we cannot see a human energy field or chakra, and only gifted people can, doesn't mean it's not there. And the thing I always mention is, it's, the one example is a radio wave. No one can see a radio wave. Mm -hmm. but we know a radio wave uh, has, takes information and moves it around. So it is really the, the field which I cannot believe that scientists are all over it. Fortunately, there are scientists that now studied it because it is what we are. And you obviously know all these things. The, we've got seven layers. We've actually got slightly more, but the main yeah. is seven. And the third layer is the mind. Um, so neuroscientists, so, so this radiate from the soul. And then you obviously got the roof of everything, which is the uh, aura. Um, the third layer is the mind. And, and neuroscientists have looked in the brain for where the mind is, and they've never found it. And the reason it's not there. And um, Lady Samantha, I forget her surname, mentioned that the analogy that it's a bit like a mobile phone. If you think the brain is a mobile phone, the, the sound doesn't come from the mobile phone. It comes from somewhere else mm -hmm. the, the, the brain is a relay station to make us through free will move like however we move um, and then the dna which talks to each other and you know people can be paralyzed and their organs can still work um, and that's where the dna take takes over and, and controls things um, speaks via biophotons uh, to the human energy fields, and they know exactly. In my talk, I, I list how many megabytes of biophotons, and it's dual information going both ways. And and obviously, on this on human energy field and chakras, there's a lot more information. Mm -hmm. I'm just going through macro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fortunate that I can see energy. I am one of the people that can see energy, and I can see chakras and and things and I, when you said earlier about the gentleman that can see when somebody was in the past i can as well so just on that before i carry on uh one of the ladies i uh, sort of helped fix me is a lady called mary Hensley. she's american but she's in athlone in southern ireland and she can see people's uh chakras as people human energy fields that's got different colors um shut down about a month before they pass over what, yeah, can... it, for me, it's very slightly different. Um, it, for me, I see the energy come into the body a bit more. It's not as, ha as high. It's as though it sinks in. Mm -hmm. And I see to their eyes. It's like, it's almost as though the soul's dying. When I look into their eyes, it's like the light in their eyes dims. Mm -hmm. So when you look in somebody's eyes, you see the light, you see the spark in their eyes. But when they're going to die, the, their eyes look dim to me and almost 
if they, they're going a bit vacant somehow in the eyes, and then they usually pass not long after. Well, well, because Edward Casey, Edward Casey famously went into a apartment store and then he got to a lift. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, you know that. The lift. <laughs> oh, Carl, I'm going to say, yeah, the lift. And I was about to say, Ed yeah. Casey, I, I thought it was a hotel, but yeah, he went into the oh, lift. You know, a very uh, talented man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the two in a lift. And um, just for listeners, so tell me, correct me, he went and he saw something was wrong and he didn't get into the lift. And then he realized, boy, the, uh, the, they were all black or they, they not as he, yeah. they normally should be. And then the people, the people died. Yeah. So, um, the, so one of my theories, imagination is more important than knowledge, is that, and I, I use Barbara Brennan's uh, things from the hands of life uh, uh, sort of diagrams. So the chakras are vortexes, because I've just finished my uh, uh, house print code book and I studied vortexes, and I knew a vortex doesn't just finish. So I believe that the only reason why um, gifted people like yourself, can, may I ask Tracy, I, uh, can you see uh, chakras as well? Yes, yeah, and th they are very, so, so like you say, a bit like vortex where it spins, but I actually see them radiating up throughout the different um, layers as well. So they don't, it, to me, it doesn't just sit directly in the body the way people and diagrams show. I actually see them above as well. The, yeah. the different no, layers, no. So I can see different layers. Now, what you're explaining there, what you're describing there is exactly my theory, because my theory is that the reason why you can see it in those sort of rings as such is it's the interconnection between the chakra and the human energy fields, because they interconnect. The information comes from the spirit world. And I quickly knew that the last layer that you can see as a human energy field, that vortex doesn't stop there. It continues because no. vortexes in nature doesn't continue. That doesn't stop. So vortexes are in a vacuum. And in the vacuum, everything is instant. So my theory is that the seven in the Quran, when they met, uh, just so interesting, the Quran, I find the most, uh, the best document for authenticity. But unfortunately, there's now 73 different wisdom sects and they all change the meaning of the Quran, but in Arabic form. But fortunately, there's one site with seven translations in English. But, and it's a very high scientific document. The, in the Quran, it mentions the seven heavens. And I believe, the seven, and it mentions water. And I, in my talk, I, I, I read from the Quran, but that the seven heavens are seven quasars, because a quasar has got a spinning both sides, a spinning vortex both sides. Obviously, they're massive. Yeah. And then people coming in, um, and that we then, and this is a theory, and the creator says this can be proven, that it's like a, a camera at a football match. The camera is sort of us, if you say, and the person standing behind it, and that's us in the human energy fields. But all the hardware for the TV station is in all the trucks outside the football stadium. And so those trucks are in the spirit world. And we are connected through the chakras to the spirit world in places all around us. And in the Navy in South Africa, I had to do two-year national service. I was in the Navy. Um, 
I was a signal uh, electronic warfare. So you listen to Morse code. This is before the days of, of uh, satellites. And we had three stations in South Africa on the East Coast in the middle. And well, I was in Namibia actually, which is then South Africa in the middle and the end. And then when you read down a message, you push the button and you could triangulate through the three stations and you could get within 20 meters of where the enemy was. Now, if you've got seven heavens all scattered around, you can, it's like uh, within exact information. So my belief is that when we, uh, through our thoughts, our free will, if we make a sun of somersault, we, we control ourselves through the chakras, but the, but the information comes from the spirit world. Mm. And that's why when we yeah. dream, we have dreams, the dreams are in the spirit world and, and in the back. So that's sort of my theory. So that concludes my four topics. Yeah. <laughs> Very succinctly, uh, Carl. Uh, Carl, I mean, I, I appreciate totally that you've gone from one million words uh, in one of your books to get everything down to about, you know, 50 minutes or so. Uh, but we really appreciate you coming on and if you would, we'd love to have you back at some point to maybe look at some oh, of the other yeah. topics or even Please go into back. a bit more depth with these. But, you know, you, you can't possibly cover all of these in 15 minutes or so, but we really appreciate you coming on board. Uh, so thank you. And if you do want to get hold of Carl, if you do want to find out a little bit more about his work, then all you need to do is head towards his website, www.lightsurfers.me or lightsurfers.me. That's his website. And he says, join the revolution. His books are The Universe Code, The Health Spring Code and The Dyslexia Code. Um, they are what we've discussed about today are just four subjects of 12 subjects that Carl covers in his books and that he goes into far greater detail. So Carl, thank you very much. Tracy, have you got anything at all you'd like to add? Just thank you very much. And yeah, it'd be great if you did come back on because you're a very knowledgeable man and mm -hmm. you know, you've got a lot of the wisdom of the universe within you that you can share to us and others. And mm -hmm. it all helps in regrouping the light workers to make this world a better place. Yeah. And if you are watching or listening on the podcast as well, what I found was that the things I've been shown in the past, Carl, uh, and even when we spoke for 10 minutes the other week about you coming on here, uh, there's things that you've discussed today. And I've been shown them in a slightly different way just when I've asked, you know, when you said asking you shall receive uh, or, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And the town's going to say, I don't understand this. Show me. And it, it's just almost been dropped in. So if you are watching live on Facebook today or you do want to listen via the podcast, then start to ask, asking you shall receive, because then things will be shown to you in life, about life. And Tracy, could you resonate with the things Carl was saying that you've been shown in a, in a similar way yourself in the past? And because there was even things he was talking about and I was about to mention yeah. them but rudely butt in and, and that's exactly what he came <laughs> to say so it, there, there's definitely connectivity there definitely yeah definitely um but it's like you say there's so much to it you know I feel like we're only just skimming the surface a little bit you know we just can't go really in depth because time so yeah definitely if you can come back on do more podcasts it'd be great because we can go yeah we can focus on more things and there's a yeah. lot of things that you know that I'm, I probably wouldn't know anything about. Yeah, what's happening is I'm moving into a, a next phase as from next week. So, um, which I'm going to stop podcasting. But if you're interested on those other topics, the other eight, um, if you want to do maybe a talk and then we can hold it and release it maybe later on. Um, 
I'll be very happy to do so because I think there's some big information still out there on the other topics. The Tracy, just one thing. In the beginning, you mentioned Adam and Eve and God. The um, the information yeah. from the Padaeans are there exactly who what was Adam and Eve. It's in the book, The Universe Code, which is on Lights with Me, $3.50 on Kindle. Uh, just so interesting. And then the last thing from my side, just want to say the most important thing I found in my research uh, is the truth will set us free. So I know, uh, you know, this is heavy talking for your listeners. It's not doesn't apply to your listeners. But if you've murdered someone, if you sexually abused someone, if you've done anything, just speak the truth, ask for forgiveness and take the consequences. In my case, I cheated on my wife once a year um, outside marriage. She knew nothing about it. Um, and that's all came out after I sort of woke up. But um, yeah, the truth will set us free. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed, Carl. Thank you. And, uh, and it's, I mean, I could talk to you for ages, but that whole truth thing, I think it releases a lot from us conscious, you know, our consciousness, our guilt, our everything. So, like you said, the, the truth will set you free. So, uh, listen, thank you so much. Uh, I will drop you a line. I would like to catch up, hopefully, before you move into your new phase and maybe we, we can record something else yeah. and hold it over for another <coughs> podcast. So, Carl, thank you. Uh, and best of luck with your studies and your works and everything that's coming through for you. Yes, good luck with your next phase. Thanks, Carl. Take care now. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, Mr. Carl Delow there, uh, based in London, and uh, get him while he's, uh, I know he said going cheap there, but get him while he's <laughs> available, uh, because, you know, he said he's moving on to other things, and, you know, it, you can see that he's been working on this for a long, long time now, and he's very knowledgeable, uh, and, lovely, got, no, lovely and there's lots of things definitely. I'm sure everybody out there could resonate with, uh, and I know you could, couldn't you, Tracy? Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Uh, we did have Anne Marie with us. She just joined us there. Uh, I don't know why she keeps dropping out. Uh, she's in North. <laughs> she's in North Carolina. She's gone again. Uh, she probably got a dodgy connection. She's probably you know still on twenty eight k dial up down there in North Carolina. Uh, so we'll give her another chance to get in. Uh, I will. I'm going to message her now and say, "Where are you? We're all going home. You know, I've got my coat ready." So. <laughs> Right, let's have a look for where's she gone? Uh, yes, but yes, no. keep listening, everybody, because we've got some great podcasts coming up. We've got lots of different people coming on and lots of different topics, so it's wonderful. We love them, don't we? We certainly do, yeah. So, uh, if she, does, if she doesn't appear shortly, then uh, like I said, we're, we're going to leave it to it. Uh, and <laughs> you know, I'm surprised we haven't had more people come in because we we do normally get swamped with these with people with, with requests requests. Yeah. But I quickly want to talk about next week's guest, uh, Denise Granderson. She is a uh, a life coach. She is a uh, a counselor based in Atlanta, Georgia. So. Uh, she, Denise is going to be coming on next week with us and one thing I found when I chatted to her th briefly last week about coming on she's so connected so intuitive and uh, it, it's weird because she said she's got a master's degree in education and a master's degree in counseling I think but she said she doesn't want to wow. become a psychologist because she and the counselors don't like her because it's intuitive and she uses the life coach label and the psychologists don't like it because they feel as though somehow she's stealing work on the cheap so to speak. So uh, we're all in the walls all the time. But I tell you what, Denise, yeah. I mean, I, I've really had a 
good, good chat there. And she's going to be really interesting next week. So here she is. Let's get uh, Anne-Marie in. Uh, we'll, we'll just wait for her to join. Uh, she's joining us right now. Anne-Marie, how are you? Oh. Hello, Anne-Marie. Oh, she's connecting to audio. Hi, Anne-Marie, can you hear us? I'm good. Can you see me? No, no, you didn't want us to we see you. Uh, you. <laughs> so you can hear you? me, though? You can hear yep. me, though? I can hear you fine. Can you hear us? <laughs> yes, I can. Good. Well, how's life in Hi, North Tracy. Carolina? Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, we've lost her. Anne-Marie, how's life in North Carolina? Oh, oh, there she is. <laughs> in technical, glorious technical. Yeah. Yeah. I kept on getting double screens, so it was like uh, I was trying to get out of one. So. Cool. Do you know right. I'm useless with technology, so don't worry. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Yeah. And do you know, th this is the, one of the things as well is, I mean, because I'm, I'm using Zoom all the time at the moment, and I am, I'm literally learning the hard way and what works and what doesn't work. And, yeah. uh, and I've got this thing with my internet at home. I mean, in the, my office, it's perfect. At home, they cannot find any faults anywhere, but it just drops for like 10 seconds and it buffers slightly. Uh, and I think, right, how can I get around this? So I'm trying all things to speed it up and get on top of it so it doesn't drop out. So we've got a perfect connection. So we're up against it all the time. So uh, back to the questions. How's life in North Carolina? Andrew? Yeah, yeah, I've got you either. I'm still getting like double. Oh, okay. Fiddles. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> just keep talking, right? Tell you what, I, we'll just we'll just do a reading for you, Amberie. We'll keep talking, and you just keep listening. Is that okay? I hear you, and then it comes back again. So. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're hearing us twice. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. What we'll do, we'll get we'll get. Atlantia, my favourite witch, to do your quick reading, uh, Anne-Marie. Uh, and even if you can't hear it, you'll be able to hear it back on the recording. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'll do this. Go, okay. Zip it. So, zip it. Throw away the key. Throw away the key. <laughs> so normally I say, say to people, is there anything you want me to focus on? But I know you're not hearing me very well. So I'm just going to pull some cards for you and just see what it brings, if that's okay with you. Okay. Let's yeah. have a look. Right. Right. Okay. So. You have got a very good mind energy. I feel as though that you are somebody that can have some really great ideas that you can put into action. You feel like you are somebody that can be very on the ball with things. I do feel like I wouldn't cross you. <laughs> so I think you've got an energy about you where sometimes if, you know, if, if you're going to cross you, you're going to get a clip from the all, as my mum and dad would say. <laughs> um, I do feel as though you've got an amazing energy. I do feel as though you've got a very passionate energy a lot of love you feel like somebody who very who loves family very connected to family I do feel so you've had to walk away from some things I feel as though there's been some emotional stuff here that you've had to walk away from and I do feel so it's going to take you down to a better place now I know that you've probably been feeling a bit up and down emotionally here because I'm very aware of this up and down emotions but what I do feel is you're going to start a brand new beginning where things may seem a little bit up in the air, but things are going to come together. Lovely. I feel a lot of passion and drive for life returning here and I feel excitement for you. So that's always good. And if you're wanting to learn something new, now would be a good time to do it. 
So if there's something that you've been thinking, oh, maybe I'm interested in this, maybe I want to pick a book up or get researching on the internet or even throw yourself into a course if you want to, this would be a good thing. Because I do feel so there's a lot of different things flying around in your mind. And I feel like I want to ground you a little bit so your mind's too busy. <laughs> so grounding yourself would be really good. And that would help with some of the answers that are coming as well. Because you've got them there, but you're not fully grasping them because your mind's too busy. It's all flying around. So the grounding would be really important. But I do feel that you have got a strong connection to the universe. You do feel connected to me. And I think by grounding yourself, you are going to receive your information a lot easier. You feel to me like you could be a healer. I do feel so you could work with healing. I don't know if you've ever worked with people, you've worked hands-on with people, but you feel like a people person to me, rather than just kind of sitting away from people and not interacting with people, so to speak. Does that make sense to you, Amory, if you can hear me? Twice it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. What I do feel though is if you feel all these changes are coming in and they're going to bring you some great things, but I do feel that you've got to do a little bit of this inner work for you as well. Stop thinking about everybody else all the time because I think that you do give too much of yourself away to other people. Mm -hmm. So you've got to take a little bit of a step back. You've got to be a little bit selfish and you've got to stop giving too much of you away and keep a little bit back for you. Doesn't mean that you can't help people and it doesn't mean you can't be there for them. It just means you've got to keep that little bit back for you as well as giving everything if that makes sense and just while that was being said as well Amory, I, I just pulled two of my oracle cards i love these because that they, they they hit the nail on the head so many times sometimes but this card is the butterfly it says start anew and you can see the caterpillar transforming okay. into the butterfly and but it it also says you know allow your wings to dry so i know you've gone through a transformation recently i know you've gone through some changes and i do understand because we, we, we met in the past, uh, from what Tracy said, that there's, uh, you know, you have walked away from something, you have left things behind, but this card actually, it's ain't starting you, get used to your new surroundings and settle where you are and then think about launching yourself forward. But this card interestingly says, clean up your mess as well. So uh, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't mean the living room. Uh, so there may be things that, can, can I just say, uh, I, and I am saying this, truly you know channeling this down for you uh, and it's saying look you can run but you can't hide okay and you know it's a bit like when you keep uh, it's like hiding the body underneath the rug in the middle of the room at some point somebody's going to come in and trip over this body and go oh my god who put that thing there and you know it's been there forever but everyone's just been ignored ignoring the body ignoring the elephants in the room so i still think there's some things that we need to deal with also grief here as well uh like a sense of letting go and letting go of what's gone before so i think there's a sense of holding on to a lot of things uh, and i mean do you hold on to things emotionally and just keep hold of things and find it difficult to let go yeah okay uh, and yeah i do feel you have started to move forward in mm -hmm. some way whether it's in the physical realm or whether it's in the emotional but it feels like it's crossing over to me so it's a bit of both so mm -hmm. you have started that movement yeah yeah. Is, is, that, is, is that a fair analysis, would you say, Anne-Marie? It's a little hard with the double conversation going, um, but um, yeah, because things that have happened in the past, mm -hmm. I would okay. say so. 
Okay, okay. Well, like I said, uh, what I'll do when I put this on, uh, when I broadcast this on the podcast, and I'll send you the link and then you can fast forward to the end. <laughs> uh, get back to the important bit, which is you. Uh, and listen, by, and, uh, I'd like to think the sound is okay on the recording, but I know it's not on your end at the moment. So uh, and jump on again another time. Jump on again another time because you might find your connection to be a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was just like I was seeing t- double screens and then I was trying to get out of it. And then you're saying, come on in. And so, <laughs> but well, I got part of it. So I, I get things that had happened before, Andrew, you're kind of aware mm-hmm. um, somebody that had passed away. And he was one of the reasons why I came down here um, to start anew. And But I'm still kind of holding on to that. So Yeah. And I understand that. You will uh, do for a bit. Now, is it Greg or Craig? Craig. Craig. C R A I G. C R A I G. Yeah, Craig. Craig. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's how we say. We say Craig. <laughs> we say Craig. You say Craig. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, one of the things, uh, and I do like the thing that you said to me uh, a long time ago. You said, "Look, if I'm going to get old and die, I'd rather be warm doing it." So I'll go to North Carolina. <laughs> That still holds true. Yeah. You know, why be old and cold when you be old and warm? So hey, I'm wearing shorts right now. Oh, oh can we come and move in? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, as we say in the UK, uh, Amory, it's Baltic here. I mean, there's a bitter wind today. Uh, I mean it's beautiful blue skies, but bitterly cold. So and we uh, had snow yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So listen, you enjoy your sunshine, you enjoy your beer and your barbecue. Uh, <laughs> and at, at some point we will catch up. Uh, and one thing, one card, oh, there you go, look. I mean, that's the card. I just dragged the deck out. There you go. It says, you are safe. Okay. Are safe. So, and, and I think you should be able to take something emotionally from that as well. So, you know, all the things you've worried about. And, it, and I mean, I didn't, I really didn't know what I was saying before. So I didn't mean to be insensitive when I said, you know, we're hiding the body under the carpet here. And one day somebody's going to, sometimes we just need to deal with things, get them out there. Just means bringing your feelings to the surface. I, I'm done with it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've worked through that and then things will start to roll forward for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, somebody keeps giving me, uh, do you know when you put salt on a meal and you put the salt, but somebody's uh, doing this with uh, coins and I keep hearing pennies from heaven, pennies you from know, heaven. You know, it's funny you should do that because I've just pulled the treasure chest card. Wow. Yeah. Which tells yeah. me that, you know, this is really good for your money coming in. And yeah, yeah so that's quite significant what you just yeah. said there. So there you go. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, and I keep hearing, there's a there's a thing, uh, uh, I sent it to Tracy, but there's a thing I've got. It says, ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. And I can keep hearing that going round in my mind as I'm talking to you. So there's something, I never like to predict things because you should have yeah. a, Hey, you're going to win the lottery, uh, but you know I'm your best friend, so remember that. Yeah, we can't <laughs> promise the lottery, but there's definitely. I'll have you both over here to the here. US. <laughs> yeah, oh, Listen, wonderful. We'll get past. Lots of, lots of memory. Uh, I'll send the link to you so you can listen back to it and catch up. Uh, and listen, sorry about the line, but uh, uh, we'll catch up soon. Okay. All right. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you again. Yeah, God Thank bless you. Thank you. Bye. Okay. There you go. Oh, what a uh, lovely in, uh, new, 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 new something. Caroline. In, is, is it it's Caroline? new something in North Carolina. Uh, I can't, it begins with a B, new something begins with a B. It's near Raleigh, not far from Raleigh. So, uh, 
Another week over, another week done and dusted. Atlantia. They fly. They fly. Yeah, and I can't yeah. wait for next week. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. every week brings something new and it's so exciting. And I absolutely love I love Wednesday night pod nights. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, we've we've got a we've got a friend of yours coming in, in a few weeks. Is uh is he the, like the psychic yes, Martin. The, the wood wizard? The wood wizard. Yes, yeah, Martin Doxy, the wicked wood wizard. He yeah. is very, very talented. So mm -hmm. yeah, please tune in for that one. I will post the links um as Andrew will, but he's an incredibly talented man. And the things that he can do with wood is just out of this world. He's very spiritual, he's very knowledgeable. And you know, he just blows me away with some of the things that you know he can do and he knows. So he's he's wonderful. So You'll he's coming him. on in two weeks. So we've got Denise Granderson next yeah. week, uh life intuitive life coach and counselor from Atlanta, Georgia. And um, we've got some homegrown yeah. talent uh, the week after that, which is Martin Doxy, the wicked wood wizard from Stoke on Trent. Yes, Stoke, yeah. Okay, fab. Listen, I've had a great night. I don't know about you, Tracy, but uh, I had a great night Wonderful. chatting to uh, Carl Delow. And if you want to catch up with him, it's www.lightsurfers.me. And you can read all about his dyslexia code uh, and his other books on there as well. So uh, join us next week, 7.45, no, 7.30 p.m. next Wednesday. And we're going to be back and chatting to more fantastic guests. And don't forget to inbox either myself or tracy if you're interested in a read so see you yeah. soon bye bye good night god bless bye you've been listening to the room next door with me andrew d and my co-host atlantia and thank you for joining us each and every week but if you would like to get involved with the show then please follow the links on my website andrewd.com to the podcast link and you can leave us a message there which we will get back in touch with you each week or keep an eye on my social media and on the day that we're recording I will put out there a number that you can call live on the show and you can speak to us and have your own very special message indeed. So you've been listening to The Room Next Door. Stay tuned. <laughs>